We're living in difficult times. Equilibria believes that now, more than ever, their products can provide support and balance for women in need. That mission is at the core of everything they do. At Equilibria, CBD isn't hype, it's health. Designed with modern women in mind, EQ takes all the guesswork out of CBD. After you've made a purchase, simply schedule a consultation with one of their trained dosage specialists and they'll get you on the path towards balance. Their assortment of premium products arrive at your doorstep in swoon-worthy packaging. Whether it's daily soft gels you seek, balancing bath bombs, or a mindful mineral soak, your order is tailored to help your specific needs and can be purchased on subscription for trouble-free restocking. Curious? Use code OFFTHEGRAM for 15% off your first purchase. Trust me, you'll thank us. I truly believe that when you find yourself feeling incredibly challenged or frustrated, it is the greatest opportunity you could have to learn and grow. And also as a parent, lead by example for your children. Welcome back to Off the Gram, the show where we bring you straight into the trenches with us to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscapes of wellness and social media. Hey guys! Hi! Yay! So we are joined on today's show by my friend Melissa Beniche, the CEO of Juggernaut Sweets brand, Baked by Melissa. Baked by Melissa. I can't speak today. After being fired from her advertising job back in 2008, right in the middle of the recession, she channeled her love of all things tie-dye, the Grateful Dead, and baking, in every sense of the word, into what would become a booming cupcake business, her secret going small. Bite-sized cupcakes let fans sample multiple flavors without the post-dessert guilt. And 10 years, 250 employees, 14-plus retail locations, and two kids later, Melissa is a boss babe with ever-changing flavors, vegan and gluten-free options, and even her own cookbook, Cakes by Melissa. We are so excited to have you here today. So excited for having me. I'm so excited to be here. But first, we've got Christine with our weekly catch-up topic. Hey, guys. Well, as you can see, I am rocking my tie-dye, and I see you are, too. Um, beautiful colors. It's it's definitely a, a hot trend during quarantine, but I know that mostly you built your brand on and your business on the tie-dye cupcake. And I noticed also that at the end of March, you um, had the apparel line come out. And I was wondering if that was a coincidence, um, you know, for what was happening with quarantine and the trend being so popular and coming making a huge comeback, or was that always something you had and it just so happened to coincide perfectly? <laughs> So it's actually, so Baked by Melissa has been around for 12 years at this point, and we've never had tie-dye merchandise, which is, it's crazy. And so I finally stomped my feet really hard over a year ago, and the development process for the tie-dye merch took a long time because it had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, tie-dye represents everything great in the world and a moment in history that we like to travel back to, uh, especially like the music I like to listen to. So when the tie dye like trend, if you will, like started, I was like, this is the best thing ever because now I can wear tie dye every day. But in general, I don't like to focus on trends. Um, the timing really worked. We were actually supposed to launch tie dye merchandise like in mid April and then bumped it up a few weeks just 
because everyone was home and looking for loungewear. And this tie-dye shirt I actually made. And under my bed is like a tie-dye factory right now. I have like all white shirts and hoodies and dyes. It's the best quarantine activity. It's so much fun too. It's just, I mean, you just have to watch how to wash them because I've ruined two loads of laundry now because I thought I had washed it in cold water by hand enough and then it didn't really, it didn't pan out that way. But anyway, it's just such, it's such a fun activity if you do have children, but also it's sort of nostalgic. Like I I just love having it come back around and this time we're doing it a little bit more trendy and a little bit more chic, um, but it's, it just happened to perfectly work with your brand and I couldn't believe the timing. I was like, oh my gosh, she's genius. (laughs) yeah we got we got very lucky i've gotten uh, a lot of stained hands from my tie-dye exploits lately that's what i was gonna say my hands i didn't wear gloves when i rang it out in the cold water and my hands were tie-dyed for like days same and like everybody's like okay you could use nail polish remover try vinegar try a baking soda scrub i'm like I'm the hack master and nothing could get that tie dye out of my hands. <laughs> nothing. I was using like rubbing alcohol and like everything I could find. And you could probably still see some of the dye like weeks later under somewhere. <laughs> So is the secret speaking, though to- that's why I don't do tie-dye by myself because <laughs> I am allergic to mess and my children make such big messes but is the secret to soak it in vinegar to set it afterwards like I somebody told me that you should soak it in vinegar and that's how you set it and that's the magic is that a lie Melissa well, you would I, know what I did so the first so this batch my first batch of like Hanes t-shirts I actually I got like a tie-dye kit on Amazon and I didn't dilute the powder as much as it said to. I probably left like a half inch. So I had less dye, but it was so bright and potent, if that makes sense. I was actually just going to say that it's so bright. Like when I was, you know, a kid, you know, decades ago, um, my we have like a family home in Canada and we our whole family gets together every summer there. And my aunt Cheryl had us tie-dye shirts for the family photo so we have a photo of my entire family like my dad has five brothers and sisters there's 14 cousins like it's a lot of people in tie-dye um but i was looking at that picture recently because of the trend and it was so like all the shirts were like not vibrant and your shirt is so vibrant yeah yeah i also let it sit out for like longer than they say you gotta let the dye dry on the Mm. shirt and then rinse it out but i like as a rule if it says to add like a cup of water add three quarters of a cup of water Ah, great tip yeah i love it are you going to carry those products are you going to continue to carry them or is it because i know it was so we did a very so it was limited i I declared 2020 as the year of doing new things that we've never done before because come on like let's do some fun new stuff um, so we did a small run, a mm-hmm. small batch, if you will, of the tie dye merch, and we likely won't reorder it. We're almost sold out of everything. We'll probably just do a new version because oh. that's fun. <laughs> well, well, I see. can't wait to see it. Yeah, I told so- my product team that I'll be developing it at home with my, you know, tie dye kit under your bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So Megan, you guys have done tie dye. We tie-dyed, we did cloth, we were going to make masks, but then, so I tie-dyed the the cloth, but realized I don't know how to sew. So I have, like, the sewing machine, I ordered, like, the elastic on Amazon, 
but I don't know how to use the sewing machine. So like we've had these amazing, like perfectly measured squares of tie dyed fabric ready for masks, Mm -hmm. but I just need someone to teach me how to sew. That's so funny. (laughs) You didn't learn in home ec. It's like, yeah, but it's like, it's, I'm not good at like machines, right? Like it's a full blown machine and I just can't make it go. And I yeah, haven't tried. It, it's, it's yeah, like there's all the things. It's been sitting. It's actually sitting on the floor in my pantry for the past five weeks, and the kids have just finally stopped asking because they're like, "Yeah, do do the hack. Like use the hair things, fold it up, and you know." But I cut oh, yeah, them. The scrunchies. I cut them to sh- like we cut them to sew them with elastic, so there's not quite oh, enough fabric yeah. to do. To, to Jimmy Riggum, so I'm not sure where we're gonna we're gonna, but it's like we did a good job tie dyeing, and we had so much fun doing that. I need to figure out what to how to transform these things into masks. Well, maybe by the time the episode airs, you will. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> hoping. That should be a I'm goal. hoping. Or maybe like we that. won't need them anymore. I was gonna say maybe Ooh, not. That's if that, that would be even will. better. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I heard a podcast with you like a full year ago and Megan mentioned that she knew you. This is Heidi speaking. And I was like, Oh my God, get her on. She's so oh. funny. Please. <laughs> Thank you. It was the Thank skin you. podcast. That was a good show. Right. It was really, it was very like, it was a good show. Heidi, we don't I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. I- I'm obsessed with it. And then when you recently came out with your vegan line, I've been vegan forever. I was born allergic to dairy. So it's uh, like vegan, I... vegan desserts were the first time I could ever eat a dessert. Uh, so, yeah, you must have been so happy when, like, vegan became a thing. It was a game changer. <laughs> I mean, like, My husband is vegan, like, yeah. since November. And so I am not, and I eat everything. And, like, but I also eat a lot of vegan. Like, most of the dinners I cook are vegan for us. And, like, it's it's great. Does he I feel mean, better now that he went vegan? Yeah, he's Israeli. He's like, you know, like a naturally like healthy eater. He could eat like a piece of toast and some vegetables for dinner. And I'm just like, what's wrong with you? Um, But yeah, he feels that he did it. He just feels better every now and then he'll have like a ribeye. But okay, so let's dive into today's topic. These days, the four of us co-hosts, we're missing you today, Jamie, find ourselves hopping on our team off the grand group text to yell SOS with increasing frequency. We are living in such difficult times and there should be no shame in waving the white flag and admitting that we're overwhelmed. So why is it so darn hard sometimes? Today's guest with her love of all things tie-dye and the Grateful Dead is just the person we need to help us take pride in chilling the F out in the pursuit of helping be our best selves. So let's dive in with Big by Melissa. Mm Hi. Hey guys. So Melissa, I've known you for a while and I love your story. And I I, like, can we just go back to getting fired and turning it into this booming business? Sure. So I was working in advertising as an assistant media planner in 2008. So I was 24 years old. I was not passionate about the work I was doing and I, it showed. So I was fired at the time. Like I should have had somebody teach me how to work hard and go above and beyond and understand how to succeed in your role. But I did not even care about learning that and how to do so. And I was fired. 
I went right to my brother's office crying. He said, go home, bake your cupcakes. We'll start a business together. That wasn't crazy because we always wanted to start a business together. We come from a very entrepreneurial family. And my brother is my best friend in the whole entire world. At the time, he lived like two blocks away from the advertising agency I was working at. And we hung out all the time. So I went home from being fired and baked four batches of cupcakes. And I did that not only because my brother suggested it, but because baking makes me happy and something really crappy just happened. And so I still live by this today, even more so is that if you are feeling frustrated or sad about something that happens to you, it's up to you to write the next chapter. And so I went and I took responsibility for the way that I felt and I did something that made me happy and look at what happened as a result of that. I mean, obviously when I tell the story, it sounds like, Oh, it was like luckiest girl in the world. I can assure you that it's not only luck. And, you know, when you've been doing what I've been doing for 12 years and telling the story for as long as I have, it definitely sounds like sugar-coated. Um, but that's because you don't want to hear about the fights I've gotten into with my brother mm -hmm. or the challenging relationships I have with my co-founders. Or, you know, there there's obviously a lot. And I've said so many times that, like, most people would never have made it to where I am today because it's, it's freaking hard. Um but that attitude of seeing every challenge as an opportunity to learn and grow, that attitude founded Baked by Melissa, that attitude has continued to grow Baked by Melissa, and that's the attitude that kicked ass against mm -hmm. COVID and will get us to the other side of this crazy situation. And that's also the attitude that like wakes up every morning for my four-year-old and my two-year-old and you know, figures out how to make lemonade. Oh. Well, with that first batch of cupcakes or those first four batches of cupcakes, they weren't many yet. Were they tie-dyed? So at the time I was known for baking my tie-dye cupcakes. I was baking tie-dye cupcakes for everyone and anyone for two years leading up to the day I was fired. So over those two years, the product, if you will, just became perfected. They were muffin sized because I mm -hmm. love cake and I love cupcakes and I would eat at least two big cupcakes every single day. Um, and then when I went home and baked, I did four batches. So I did tie-dye peanut butter cup cookie dough and s'mores. Mm. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, a muffin-sized s'mores cupcake, like, pulling it open and just the ooze? Um, yeah. And so I sent them into work with my best friend's little sister, who was actually interning at Allison Broad. Wait, so, oh my gosh, funny story. This is Christine. I remember I was a magazine uh, fashion editor for years, and I remember we got batches of them sent to us as editors. We were dying. They were all over the office. We made Aww. sure we had them at every photo shoot. You were like the hottest thing. And that was right around the time, I guess that's right around the time I was sort of starting and you were like, you know, sending them out through Allison Broad. And what magazine? Um, I started, well, I was at Women's Day, Family Circle, Good Housekeeping, um, Shape in Espanol, a little bit of health. I bounced around for years. But I remember everybody was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing. And the girls at Allison Broad, you know, they were great about sending them out, too. But, yeah, they yeah. were on every photo shoot. And every time those giveaway tables at the at the office in um, 
in publishing, there was a giveaway table. So every time the food department or beauty department got goodies, we would put stuff on the giveaway table and people would come over to our department and they'd be like, do you guys have any more of those cupcakes? So, Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. The first event I ever did. So I sent them into work with my best friend's little sister. Allison saw the cupcakes, loved them, put me in touch with her caterer. Her caterer called me um, literally the day after I was fired He's like, hello, Melissa, this is Ben Zion. I'd like to bring you to my house for a tasting, like thick Israeli accent, not my husband who's also Israeli. Um, <laughs> but I went there for a tasting, like literally to his house three days after being fired for the tasting. I decided to make them mini, no paper. They pretty much looked the same as they do today, but they were a little bit bigger. Um, he tried them, loved them. And then we decided to make them just a bite because if you're starting anything new, you want to be different. You want to have your own angle as a company and a product. And the bite size gave us that. It also solved for my problem, which was that I was eating two baked cupcakes a day. Mm. And I'm that person before baked by Melissa that when I go out to eat, I want to order every dessert on the menu. So I believe that one of the best parts of our product is that you get a 25 pack, you see all these beautiful and delicious flavors and you could try every one of them. Yeah. I have finished a 25 pack by the way, cause you, <laughs> you have a gluten-free options and the little macaroons too. Are you still doing those for a minute? You weren't going to do those anymore. No, we're, we are still very much doing them. We actually, um, as a result of coronavirus and obviously just maintaining the safety of our team in the bakery, we did put a uh, hold on production for gluten-free and macarons, but they're actually back now. So, oh, yay. Um, and we only did that because we wanted to limit the number of people coming in and out and be able to maintain social distancing. And so we just had one core team that worked on our core product. Only. It's actually pretty. There's two things here. First, it was good for me because I, I have gained the COVID-19 basically because I do some eating and drinking. And also, I learned the difference between macaron and macaroon. I used to just call them all macaroons. They're macarons. That's They're like, macarons. Yeah. Right? Did you girls know that? This was like a big education for me during quarantine. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. <laughs> I Macarons did, but that's because I looked into it. Balls, you know? Yeah. Yes. Macarons. I only knew are that when I started ones. developing the macarons. To one be can be vegan, one can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, got it. Said okay. the vegan. <laughs> it's so true. I've tried, though. So, Melissa, what did you study? Because you have you have like marketing instincts and you were at a marketing firm. So is that what you studied? No, I studied child and family studies. I Stop it. I, uh, it's hilarious. I went to Syracuse and I went. My brother was in Syracuse. We knew a lot of like family friends who were there. I just really wanted to go into go to Syracuse. And I got into that one school there. Um, and I knew, you know, one day, God willing, I'd be a mom and I'd use those skills. And so here <laughs> I am today, but I think the marketing and the branding and, you know, so much of what I have today, like I heard, I think like Hoda at the glamour, like women's event two years ago, she said, confidence is earned. And I think in the past 12 years, through my experiences, I've earned confidence, but also expertise in certain areas of business, marketing and branding, definitely being one of them. And my incredible passion for Baked by Melissa makes me like 
good at my job. (laughs) You could definitely tell that there's passion behind that. And that's what we, you know, you, if you have that every day, whether you're exhausted or you're just done, there's something that drives you the love of your, of your brand and your business. And that totally, I mean, that shines through amazingly. But what has changed for you during a quarantine and stay at home orders? Like how has, have you, how is how you're working changed? Hmm. Oh my God. So much has changed for me. Let's like, let's talk about since December. So on December 5th, I stepped into the CEO role of my own company unplanned. Um, nobody better to do that. 12 years in, I step into the CEO role of my company after obviously always wearing like a big hat. I was president and overseeing products and the brand, but so unexpected. I become CEO of Big by Melissa on December 5th. All I could do is focus on getting us through our busiest time of year, the holidays, literally like two weeks before the busiest time of year, we crushed the holidays. And at the time I was like, Oh my God, I hate being responsible for like everything. Like I liked sharing the responsibility, like having a partner to to do it with. And I have the most incredible. Was your brother, your partner? Cause he was very involved in the early days. Was he your most recent partner? No, my brother was our CEO for eight years. Got it. And, then, okay. and, and he's an entrepreneur. He needed to go off and create. Like he he has since started a company called By Humankind, and um, it's incredibly successful. So he just needs to do other things and be like a crazy entrepreneur. We hired uh, another CEO after my brother, who was also incredible and unexpectedly not having to do with Fake by Melissa. Uh, he had to not be in his position anymore. And so I stepped in and we killed the holidays. Really like I'm not used to going to sleep, trying to think of how we can bring in more revenue. I'm used to going to sleep, thinking about like what flavors we should be creating and who we should be reaching out to, to collaborate with as a brand. Um, And then came Valentine's day, literally this one week of the entire year where we do more business than in months at a time. Oh my gosh. I can imagine. And we killed it. And, and I was like, okay, like, okay, like I'm ready. I'm ready to like go out and like, you know, figure this out and see where we're going to go as a company. And then we go into a freaking global <laughs> pandemic. What the hell, man? Like, that's crazy. Like the thought of me being CEO and getting us through holidays and Valentine's Day, like I was not something I had expected, but like the best most incredible experience for me as a person. It was such an opportunity to learn and grow. And now like, I'm so grateful. And then we had the freaking coronavirus. And (laughs) so we decided to close our stores mid March before, before it was mandated. And actually we could have stayed open by law because Mm -hmm. we're considered an essential business. We could have just offered pickup and delivery, but I didn't feel like that was the right thing to do for our team and our customers. And we also do offer our product via shipping, which is a much easier way to put the right, you know, procedures and implement safety protocols like in one place instead of through 14 retail locations. So in our bakery, we did a lot of things to keep everyone safe. And we have like so much PPE now. And so I started working from home, um, but the like March 15th, that week, we closed the stores on Saturday. Um, and all of those decisions, it's crazy. Like just 
like my gut said we had to close the stores two hours later we're like drafting communication to everyone saying we're closing the stores oh, and yeah. and being the voice you know to the company internally and leading them through this crazy time was definitely something that was new to me mm-hmm. um but i think i'm just so proud of my team and then working from home we we did it for a few weeks with no child care. We have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. My husband works for Bake by Melissa too. He's actually and has been going into the bakery since like he never stops because there's work that needs to be done, but he's very safe. Um, and at the beginning, you know, I had a calendar, I had a <laughs> schedule, I had all of these activities that we were doing. We were baking twice a week. Um, but let's be real. Like it was, it was really freaking hard. And, you know, looking at my kids, you know, they're young, they need structure, they need mom and dad, they need to be told what to do and to get dressed and to, you know, wipe after they go to the bathroom. (laughs) Um, so we decided that we were going to like, look for somebody and we had a babysitter coming from 10 to three every day. And my, then my husband picked up and dropped off every single day. I mean, it's crazy. It's, oh my and, and I know how lucky I am and how privileged I am to be able to even have that little bit of help, which we don't have anymore. Um, but if I feel this way, I can't, it's so hard. I can't it's believe crazy. it. You went through every, I mean, if you can handle what you just said, then you can do anything. I mean, you just, you went through it all crash course from my gosh, December till now. It's like, what's, you know, what can't you handle? And you're in New Jersey. I'm so Jersey strong, Jersey proud. Like I always have to shout out Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey. Hell yeah. It's so funny because we're in Hoboken and that's considered like a hot spot. And anybody in my family who I talk to, who like lives in the suburbs around, they'll just be like, they just talk to me like, oh my God, are you okay? Like they think everybody is sick, but like, it's okay here. We have the most incredible mayor of Hoboken. He's been doing such a great job um mayor ravi bala he like sends updates every day and i agree with him like you know even as the economy reopens everybody needs to be taking real precaution and wearing masks um yeah but so So far you haven't really seen any kind of i mean it sounds like you've been doing if not better just as just as good or if not better you know, during all of this, right? So you really kind of haven't taken too much of a hit, right? As a company, well, no, we we did. We laid off our retail employees. That was okay. very difficult. We we actually laid off about sixty percent oh. of our workforce. So we did we did a cash flow analysis, and we saw that we could not continue to operate mm-hmm. the company for more than two more months um, if we didn't have the revenue coming in through retail. And so we did what we had to do to get baked by Martha to the other side of this. Um, and then, you know, around the time where we were selling the tie dye merchandise and you know, the real, when everyone was quarantined, the, the shipping business did pick up. Of course, that was great. And I was very pleasantly surprised to see what happened to the business, but it didn't make up for the loss at retail. And mm-hmm. I think all companies are, you know, really challenged right now. So in the grand scheme of things, we were very lucky as a company, but we're not out of the woods by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, and now as we reopen our stores, the landscape looks completely different. And I think one thing Baked by Melissa has done well, 
And really, I had a meeting in my office before COVID even started with my marketing team. I said, guys, this is serious. We're t- we need to talk to our customers and, and be real with them. Like, everybody feels what's happening. We're not sending like a regular happy birthday email. We're sending things that apply to people in COVID. And I think being able to shift in a really timely manner, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's product offering, I just got off a call, we're doing like an activity book for for moms this summer that like, I look like all of like, oh my god, word search. It's like highlights baked by Melissa highlights. (gasps) I know, I'm so excited. (laughs) Now, will that be available in stores? Where will you where will that be? For now, it's going to be shipping. So we're hoping to launch it, I guess by July. Yeah, it's like you know creeping up on us. <laughs> yeah, I, it's going to be the book that I keep in my car. So when we're like on long car rides, we're going to be like doing the big friendless activity book. <laughs> um, yeah, but just being able to kind of shift focus and and talk to the times, and you know, we're all just doing the best that we can. Hi, I'm Jamie from Off the Gram. Launching a podcast is a lot of work. Luckily, Gotham Podcast Studio has everything you need to get started. Whether you just need an hour of recording time or a jumpstart with full-service production, Gotham Podcast Studio offers high-quality audio and video recording, reduced membership rates, podcast hosting services, and much more. All from their studio located in the heart of Manhattan. Visit GothamPodcastStudio.com for more information. Now, back to the show. And now to just to take it back to our topic, too, because oh, we're uh, really we're sort of talking about how you manage to stay chill, stay focused, stay grounded. Can you sort of take us through some of your relaxation rituals and, and how you chill the F out? I do think it's an attitude. So like when I talked about my experience, like my dad always told me at the beginning days of Big Bang Melissa, what makes metal steel, baby? Extreme heat. And I think like knowing that and embodying that, like, I think my challenges are lucky challenges. Like I have my health, I have a roof over my head, I have food to feed my family. And so it could always be so much worse. That has always been my outlook on life, like pre-COVID. I truly believe that when you find yourself feeling incredibly challenged or frustrated, it is the greatest opportunity you could have to learn and grow And also as a parent, lead by example for your children. I have, you know, different parent friends and everybody responds differently to the things that happen to them that are completely out of their control. I believe to my core that the way you respond to the things that happen to you that are completely out of your control define who you are as a person. And so how cool that I've had the opportunity to kind of like, you know, learn and grow and show my true colors, whether it was in December and now with COVID. Um, I think like, just like bringing yourself back there. And then also I do yoga, although I don't currently, I'm trying, I'm trying to still like incorporate it, but I I can send you my app, Melissa. I have a yoga app. (laughs) It's It's like an ass kicker though. (laughs) Great. I need my ass kicked. Um, I threw my back out a year ago, actually, last Mother's Day. And my husband kept being like, just do yoga. I promise. Like, so I started going to yoga classes. My God, it it changed me, like mind and body. Um, 
So I think yoga definitely helps. And I have a husband who really keeps me in check um, and calls me out. And so I was actually thinking about it this morning, like to you, I'm Melissa of Baked by Melissa, but nobody in my life really treats me that way. And that helps. Like, like I literally had to tell my husband last night, he was like, well, I'm sorry. You don't want to spend eight hours like with your daughters. I was like, excuse me. I'm the CEO of a company. You think I don't want to spend time with my daughters. I want to make sure that we have a company to support them. So there's that. Um, And I feel like you've always sort of publicly or not shied away from the fact that you enjoy pot. And now CBD is having such a moment. I take three squirts every night before I go to sleep. It's a tincture that goes under your tongue. I do not sleep without it. And I I don't know if it's because of like, it's not because of what's going on in the world. It's just because I'm like really high energy and my mind's not like, doesn't know how to stop. Um, And yeah, so CBD, I highly recommend. I do know people though, who have said it gives them anxiety, which has happened to me a few times. Um, so like Wait, just, from yeah. the CBD. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, I think like I maybe like took too much or something like not like crazy anxiety, but like I didn't sleep well. So I, if you are dealing with anxiety, like you should definitely try CBD or if you're one of those like rigid people who like can't chill the F out, you take it in the morning, like a little bit. And if you like it, take a little bit more. I'm, I'm up to like, you know, three doses, but it's so great. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever works for you and it's all natural. So (laughs) yeah, I love it though. I used to love smoking pot every single day and I did at a time in my life. And even when we started the company and in college, I made like all of these crazy, like baked goods, um, that were magical. But now as a mom, I like, no, I just, I, I, I keep telling my husband, like, take me away so I could, like, get drunk and smoke a joint and, like, totally, like, <laughs> chill the F out, man, and, like, not worry about waking up at the crack of dawn. I'm the morning parent. I do mornings. So mm. that's what it's more about. It's just, it's, motherhood has changed you in that way. Yeah, I need every ounce of energy. I don't even drink alcohol. At all. Well, so I drank... We have a roof and our neighbors actually also like, and our very close friends, we can get to each other's rooms <gasps> on the roof. Yeah. So we have drinks with them. Like that's our, like, that's our only social activity. Um, and so one night I made myself a martini and like a mason jar. And the next day I'm like, I feel like, I, why do I feel so crappy? Like I was like, Oh my, I, 4 PM. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm hungover. So I just, I like I drink one martini. So now I drink like seltzer in a cup that makes it look like I'm drinking. They don't even, I don't even tell them I'm not drinking. I think what happens is now that my kids are a little older, I guess I have a little bit more freedom to have a cocktail because I think I've definitely been having my share of quarantine cocktails. <laughs> when, when do your kids wake up in the morning? I'm kind of lucky. I've conditioned them to sleep uh, until like 8, 830. What? So I can, yeah, I get up to work out, but I'll have the kids are sleeping. So it's like, oh I God, got quiet so alone time, like coffee in silence, but I'm in like a sweet spot. There's other challenges. The challenges just get a little bit different. Um, but like, 
you know, I have a fourth grader who's nine and that starts to be like, I want a phone and I want a TikTok and there's bullies and like, you know, like that kind of crap. And she'll probably get her period yeah. and that'll blow my mind. Oh like, my God. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> my dad says that as they get older, the problems get bigger. So just to enjoy the like problems. Yeah, that- I mean, I feel like all problems are relative. Like I feel like they, they all problems just all feel like problems. They're just maybe bigger scale in the scheme of life, but they still feel the same. A problem feels like a problem. That brings me back to what Melissa said at the beginning about like turning things into opportunities rather than obstacles, right? True. It's like a mindset. Well, yeah. I also just try not to, I'm like probably too laid back for my own good when it comes to being a parent, but I have a husband that balances that. My husband is more not. So I feel like, Megan, you could turn those all into yays. I don't know. Turn anything into a yay. But so, (laughs) Melissa, what would be something that you are not laid back about? Like, what is something in life that you just get fired up about and you're not laid back about? Cleanliness, cleanliness, cleanliness. Keeping the freaking house clean. I, but like, I am a short order maid. Like, I am constantly unloading and loading the dishwasher. It drives me crazy that my husband will put a a spoon that he used to like eat peanut butter off of into the dishwasher without rinsing at first. It's not going to get clean. My husband does the same I, thing. Yeah. I sweep the apartment every morning, like a lunatic and I have small children. I also spend probably like 25% of my life on the floor picking up like sticky pieces of spaghetti. Oh, you know what you need? So my game changer as a, a mom who also really enjoys cleanliness and who used to work at Good Housekeeping <laughs> is that you like the Dyson stick vac mounted on the kitchen wall. inside. we have it mounted on the inside pantry kind of on the wall. And I'm like, OK, eat that muffin, make some crumbs. I'm just going to suck it right up. So we <laughs> have the Dyson and we also have this like little like bullet, um, like dustbuster thing that whatever. I don't know. I guess that's probably what I'm least laid back about. And then, of course, I think we would all agree, like, you know, I think it is more of a woman thing, but maybe not. Like, I have my moments. Like, it could come out of left field, like, just, like, one moment of weakness. But, like, I'm very good at being accountable for myself. Like, I'll just, like, explode at my husband. And then five minutes later, I'll be like, I'm so sorry. Like, I do think you were wrong, but I was wrong to say what I said. And if I had to do it over, I would have not said that. And so therefore I apologize. So what do you do like in moments like that other than apologize, which is amazing. Like, do you have something in between those two moments though, that helps you like calm it down just to sort of, you know, so you can get to the place where you're like, I apologize. I mean, as silly as it sounds like, so my husband and I just yesterday was our nine year anniversary of being engaged. Congrats. So we, I do believe that we have learned and grown a ton as a married couple. Like you kind of learn what's not acceptable or like how to like, you know, live, I don't know, like how to keep growing your relationship. So what I've learned, I would say in the past year is a, to shut the F up like and breathe. So we're both kind of, he's like Israeli, you know, like we could go back and forth for an hour, you know, and it's just going to keep getting like, like louder and like more escalating. Yeah. So I've learned to shut that up and just like take a deep breath. And I'm like, my parents would say like, I'm the type of person who needs the last word, but I'm learning how to not. And I've actually, because we have nests, 
you know, like the cameras. So I actually played back one of our fights, like it's like months ago, like right before COVID actually, we got into a disagreement about nothing. I was like doing dishes at the sink and he was sitting at the table and I watched it and I actually identified where I needed to stop. And if I would have stopped talking at this one point, it would have been fine. But like, I just kept going and it, it was my fault. And so, like, I think it's super important. Like, I think it takes a very special type of person to be able to, like, take responsibility. Um, but that's, like, to me, that's helpful. Like, just, like, kind of replaying the situation, even if not in the moment after the fact and learning from it. I agree. So, we're like, we're in the midst of a leadership crisis in this country right now. Who do you look to for guidance? Do you have mentors or role models, Melissa? You know, it's funny. For so long, I was looking for this one person who could be my mentor or role model. And then I started looking at it a little bit different. I think we're all in a unique position to learn from our individual relationships that we have with other people. And so I feel so lucky to have an incredible team of people I work with at Big by Melissa, my family, friends. And I really try and see the good and learn from each of my individual relationships. Um, I don't think you can find like this one person who you can put on a pedestal and look up to not when you get to a certain age and just not when you see the world in a realistic way. Um, everyone has great qualities that make them unique and they all, you know, everyone also has weaknesses and I think expecting that and, and taking the good from all of your relationships is super beneficial for me, at least. I love that. That's so balanced. Yeah, that is so balanced. <laughs> all right. So let's okay. go over late round. Okay. So we always ask our guests these three very challenging questions. Are you ready for them? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Favorite workout? Yoga. Oh, Heidi, there you go. <laughs> um, AM or PM workout? AM. Okay. I'm alone again. I'm an I'm afternoon runner. Um, and finally, coffee, tea, or matcha? Coffee. Oh, yay. Anything in it or black? Black cold brew. With a cupcake. Like, <laughs> as soon as I wake up, like within minutes of getting out of bed, I have my cold brew. Nice. And a child on the hip. <laughs> Tell and me about the child. Any cupcake on the side. <laughs> Um, all right. You're going to appreciate the next round. It's called Karma Call. <laughs> so as a now yogi, you might know that the word karma in Sanskrit translates to action. So we ask all of our amazing, inspiring guests. That's you, obviously. <laughs> what is one actionable item that you can give to our listeners? Something small that will make a big impact. So I actually thought about this one and it may seem silly, but it's to treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm. Um, which at a very, like generally speaking, yeah, you could say like, I do that, but think about your challenges and the, the relationships you find most challenging in your life and apply them there. Like think about how you're treating the relationship and put yourself in the other person's shoes. And I'm sure there are things that you could do different if you did that. I think we need that right now more than ever. That is the best piece of advice we could all get. I love it. 
I think that's absolutely amazing. Kindness and cupcakes, my friends. Mm. Kindness and cupcakes. Well, thank you so much. Sorry, did somebody want to say No, no, no. I was going to say thank you for brightening our day. But go ahead, Heidi. (laughs) Yeah, no, with your amazing tie-dye. And for me, your vegan cupcakes. For Megan, your gluten-free cupcakes. And for Christine, your regular cupcakes. (laughs) You guys (laughs) have everyone. Every product line covered. I love it. Yes. (laughs) We love it. And if you find yourself in a situation where you can't physically be present to help celebrate a loved one or friend's birthday, graduation, celebration of any sort, go to bigfindmelissa.com and we've got you covered because we have gifts for everyone. Uh, Melissa, when I got my new job as the editor of Woman's Day, I got, I think, probably... 12 deliveries of cupcakes <laughs> and macarons from different people. I that like I act and I froze some of them so I wouldn't eat them all in consecutive days and they're good frozen too like out of the freezer. Oh, they're so good frozen. And if you take if you take two or three out of the freezer and put them in the microwave for 10 to 15 seconds on high and put them on ice cream. Ooh. You have like warm and cold. It's just incredible. Okay, trying that. Mind blown. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> We're all doing it tonight. You do it if you're vegan, gluten free, doesn't matter. It's I all love good. it. Can't wait. Thanks for that extra tip. <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us today. And everyone here, don't forget to. What do we say? Subscribe. Subscribe. Um, and follow on the gram at Off the Gram Podcast. <laughs> 